The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash centralpasportsmed to learn more. Welcome back to another exciting week of the PA High School Football Report podcast. I'm Nebi Asais here with my high school sports editor, Brian Linder. Brian, how you feeling this week, man? Man, I'm hanging in there, Nebby. You know, uh, we're, we're grinding out some podcasts here tonight. UPMC is our sponsor. I give them a, a double shout out. They tell us to always give them a pause so we get them, a, you know, get them a good plug. But we're going to give them always a plug at the start, too, because, you know, they're doing big things with the PA High School Football Report podcast, helping us uh, really get some of these top kids from around the state out there, Nebby. And we got a big one this week. Literally, literally and figuratively. <laughs> big, big kid uh, on, on the podcast, man, right? Yeah, yep. yeah, absolutely. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Just say it. Tell them who you are, man. All right, by doing. I'm Josh Steer Winnington, class of 2024 defensive tackle, played for MOTEP Charter, recently committed to the University of Pittsburgh, recently just received an offer from Michigan, um, four-star recruit according to Rivals 24-7, um, and et cetera. One of the big-time recruits that plays for the MOTEP team, and that's really it. Committed uh, recently to Pitt, like you said. Got an offer just hours before we came, you know, put this podcast together. It's Wednesday from Michigan. And uh, I know you said, you you know, you're locked down with Pitt. But it still got to feel good to get, the, you know, feel the love and stuff like that. And what's this been like for you, man, uh, you know, getting this attention and then finally, you know, making your college pick, man? You know, it was – I know it was crazy, you know, everybody is like going bananas over it, or were, I can say, because, you know, first 2024 commitment for Pittsburgh, you know, that brings a lot of attention to you just from Pittsburgh alone. And then, you know, all the recruiting sites and recruiting services. So they are, you know, going to wonder, well, why? What is Pitt doing that this school is not doing? Stuff like that. So it's definitely a lot of attention. And, you know, uh, what comes with that is, you know, you always got to show out. But, you know, I picked I picked I picked Pitt because, you know, the coach, the relationship I had with the coaches and the bond I built with them just over the process of me going on that visit. It was a uh, it was unreal. And, you know, the coaches there, they love me. You know, whereas the, the coaches, a lot of other places, you know, they like me. And, you know, I'm pretty undersized for my position. So a lot of coaches, you know, will hold off where, you know, offering me. You know, because the height game is is very crucial in this recruiting world. What is your updated height and weight right now? I'm around, according to the to the school, I'm around like six one, six foot, two eighty, two seventy five yeah. range. Yeah, two forty seven man had you at two fifty five, so you kind of gained like thirty pounds there. Yeah, and I and I I ain't, I ain't get I ain't get fat neither. So yeah, uh, here's so the funny thing, Nabby, mm-hmm. just here. Correct me if I'm remembering this wrong, but we do our our pen live rankings, and I think last year I ranked Jasir as a defensive tackle. He hit me up right away. He's like, "Hey, I play linebacker, right, mm-hmm. Jasir," and I was like, "Man, I think he's going to be a defensive tackle." But I I, I always tell him that. Be I say talk to you know Coach Johnson, talk to Coach Woodland, your coaches at Emotep. So I always tell kids doesn't matter really what I think; it matters what your coaches think. Didn't I tell you that, Jasir? But we were right. He's a defensive tackle and a darn good one. And I think one of the things that makes him exciting, Nebby, is that he was athletic enough to be a pretty good linebacker. Well, right. Emotep had him out there playing some linebacker and stuff like that. But uh, it's come pretty quick for you, Jasir, right, with, with all these schools. 
Um, how did you handle that? Like you get so much attention so quick. Like it was like, there wasn't a lot this time, you know, maybe a year and a half ago or so. And then it kind of sped up for you. And now you're, you're committed to go to, you know, play for Pitt. No, it was, it's been crazy because, you know, if you think back to a year ago and I check my feed, you know, it probably from a year ago and it's like, I will post things like, you know, I'm grinding and I'll post things like, I remember just thinking like, yeah, I can't wait to, you know, get my first offer. Like, I want to know how I'm going to react. I always told myself I was going to cry right on the spot when I got my first offer. But when I got my first one, I was in shock because I I wasn't expecting for me to get an offer at that time. You know, I played a, a very good game, you know, a couple of days before that. But I wasn't thinking that, you know, I would usually think the offers, I always thought that offers come, you know, after the season, full season take. And it just, it just, uh, it just, went from zero offers to two right off the spot. Then that kept going up as the season went on until now. So, you know, it's, uh, you gotta stay, you gotta stay focused. I felt the, I felt as though I, you know, I got these offers, you know, I, I remember I got four in one week and then we went to play the math. So I know the math, the math lineman, probably the best lineman I ever played. And I know, I knew I, I had the big X on my back, you know, coach Johnson, he told me, he said, he said, congrats, you know, you worked hard. You know, I know he told me, you know, I never miss a thing, never miss practice. I'm always there, always working. And you just told me, he said, you got the big X on your back, so don't don't take no plays off. So if you take that play off and that one person get that play on you, you know, you know, you, everybody going to troll, you know, they make videos, you know, post on Instagram, stuff like that. So I just use that as motivation to, like, keep going. Like, I don't want to be on nobody huddle. I don't want to be embarrassed. You know, I want to be the top dog. Like that's just something that that's, that's something for everybody. You know, if you got offers, don't get comfortable. That's, that's one, that's one thing that a lot of people, a lot of players do. They get comfortable and then the stocks start to go down. I want my stock to keep going up. So as I, as I work every day, you know, I got to remember who I am. So I remember where I came from and who I am now. And that just leads up for me working out. You know, if you're on that last rep and you know, you're tired, you know, do an extra one. That's that's how my mentality is. That's that's where I want to be. Nebby, I got to ask him this, Nebby. Uh, Imhotep has produced some of the best defensive linemen in Pennsylvania, probably over the last half decade or more. Some pretty darn good big offensive linemen too. What's it like being down in the trenches? You know, with Imhotep, and you know, when you think about Eni Whites and you know, Keon Wiley is more of a you know outside linebacker defensive end type, but you know, the Eni Whites and and just you know tons of names. Uh, guys, what's it like being down in the trenches in Emotep, man? So I'll definitely give kudos to Keon and Eni. They like, those are my big brothers. They, when I first switched to defensive line, you know, they they bear with me. They trusted me to play, you know, beside them at all times, you know. So they taught me, you know, the basics of playing defensive line, how to read certain keys, you know. Keon definitely did a good job at that. And then it's, uh, I never... I never really thought I'd play defensive tackle. And, you know, they didn't they didn't think anything of, you know, they they told me they said, all right, you put you gonna be good. Like we're gonna make sure that you, you know, you're gonna be one of the best. And as you can see, they did that. So I definitely give props to them too. You know, not just, you know, not I'm not gonna give props just to my trainer and coaches because, you know, they definitely play a big role. But Keon and uh Ena, they definitely uh taught me. They taught me how to read certain keys, how to play, how to be a good defensive player overall. 
you know, playing playing beside them is, you know, they get all the attention. So now when I knew that I was standing out, you know, playing beside those two All-Americans, it told me that I'm, I'm something special. Because, you know, it, it's real hard when you got two all three All-Americans on one defense, including Ramir, and you standing out. And you, you know, they also including you in with those names. So that's that's a big that was a big deal for me back then. And that, you know, that definitely told me that I gotta keep working because I wanna be all American one day. Right. And Keon, Ena, and Ramira, all dudes we've talked about on this podcast here before. But Josh you touched on so many big points um in the in the last quote that you had. I mean, you talked about, you know, having an extra rep, you know, going that extra mile, but you also talked about the sweet feeling you felt that first time you got that first offer. I mean, tell us who that first offer was, the type of excitement you had going through your body. I mean, what was your what was your mind, you know, your thought process like? It was, I can remember like it was yesterday. It was August 30th or mm-hmm. 31st. I can't remember. But I remember we got out of school. It was like the first day of school orientation. And I was getting ready for practice. We had a weight room and film. And I remember one of my assistant coaches he come, he said, yeah, you know, my uh, my coach was looking for me. So, Kenneth Woosley, you know, that's my best friend for real. And he he comes to me running and jumping. He's like, yo, come on, come on, come on. I'm like, what, what you got me running for? I'm running through the halls. You know, it's right at the school. So, he got me running through all you. He, 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 so high. He was more hyped than me. And I got, I guess he knew what it was before I knew. So, I get upstairs and he put me on the phone and I seen it was coached. Deion, uh, Deion Barnes from uh, Penn State. And so I'm looking, I'm like, I'm like, dang, is this real? So I'm on the phone, I'm talking to him. You know, he told me that he seen like that was a good player. Coach Deion Barnes knew me since I was around 10 years old and I used to work out with him. So he said, he knew how he, he seen that I could be something special when I went up there for the big man camp. You know, he told me, he said, he, he liked my game. And then he told me I was offered. And in my mind, I'm like, I'm like, dang, I just got offered by Penn State. And I couldn't believe it. And, like, I just smiled. And I wanted to cry, but I was so excited at the same time. And that was, that was, that was something. And it's crazy because I remember back in May, May of last year, you know, I was thinking, I was thinking about I needed some motivation every time I worked out. Like, what's going to motivate me? What am I working for? And it's like, you know, everybody says offers, but it's like, no, you know. So what I, I did, I put in my notes, I put like me getting a Penn State offer in my notes. And I just, I sat it there. I put a little quote, like, I'm going to grind and I'm going to get this. And so when I got there, I just thought back to it, like, wow, like I put that in my notes. I told myself I was going to get it if I just kept grinding and put everything in place. And now look at it, so. That was it was just bigger than just getting off for me. It was like all my work paid off. And then right off of that, you know, I was about to walk out the coach's office and my coach tells me, he's like, no, we're not done yet. He puts me on the phone with Temple, you know, Coach Gabe, who is now at Penn State. You know, he tells me how much of a great player I am, how much he likes me. You know, he also tells me, so now I'm thinking I'm like, I got two in one day. I'm like, this is a dream come true. So I'm going through the whole practice. Now I'm going back down to practice. I'm like, dang. But I'm knowing I got them after that same week. So I'm like, I'm gonna stay, I'm gonna stay my celebration for after. So let's get this work. And once once practice got over, you know, it was definitely times throughout practice. I'm thinking like, dang, I can't believe this. Like I'm proud of myself. 
I just know how proud my dad was, my coaches was, and my mom was. So that was that was probably the best day of my life, I could say. Either that or my commitment day. Yeah, that's really big, uh, Jasir. I mean, we definitely have more questions for you, but we'll be right back after a word with our sponsor, UPMC. The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash centralpasportsmed to learn more. So, Jasir, you alluded to a lot of great points there, right? And um, Coach Barnes is definitely someone we've talked about on this podcast before. Uh, former Philadelphia player, you may know Ken Talley out of Northeast, talked to us about his relationship with Coach Barnes. I mean, sort of take us through the, the process of how he is as a mentor for you. I know you talked about you being at the big man camp and, you know, getting that first offer. But what sort of role has he played in your development as a high school athlete? Like I said, you know, I worked out with him like, since I was, you know, a young, a youngin. So a young guy working out with him, it wasn't, it was, it was it's just how college is. That's mm-hmm. why I think you know, I've always been a college player because he always taught me that motor. So, you know, it's this, it's this crazy, this crazy, like, uh, hand fighting drill that he does. And I was doing that back at 10 years old. I remember just training with him, how, how dead I was always. And so now to think back and I'm like, like, you know, the, his, the space of his workouts is just like that, you know, you get some breaks, but so the relationship with me and him is, you know, is real, it's real close because he's seen me grow up and the stuff that he does with his college guys now been doing since I was 10. So that that plays a big role in me and his relationship. You know, he knows me actually, so you know what type of player I am. You know my tendencies. You know my how hard I work. You know I has a great. You know I have a great work ethic. So you know it's like it's just like dang from going from you just being my trainer. You know now you offer me a scholarship to come play for you, and it's like you think back and that's that's a big deal. So. You know, uh, me and his relationship and him him having a relationship with my father also, you know, that just builds a big connection around just other than just other than football. So it's not just about football. It was like you really like family. Did it, did it make it tougher when you had to obviously when you picked it? It did. I did. It did. You know, I know. I know it definitely shocked a lot, but, you know, it was it was just a, it was just a different story. No, so, you know, like I said, it was just a more undersized thing. You know, I, you can't teach height. You can't, you know, height is something that you either gifted with or, you know, but that was just the main, that was just the main key. You know, I can't, who's, who's to say, you know, he doesn't, you know, but I know, I know it was definitely probably, I definitely thought about him when I was committed. You know, I know he loved me a lot as a player. So, you know, I you know the Penn State family always got a special heart in my, a special place in my heart. I definitely love them. They they showed a lot of love. Just you know, you've gotten a ton of love from Pitt after you committed, man. What what's that reaction been like, and what's it been like to see all the love you got from Pitt after you committed? The fans. Yeah, it was crazy because I between me and y'all, I never got close to a thousand likes on a picture on Instagram, and <laughs> and I just seen my Instagram blowing up in about ten minutes. I probably had like three hundred likes, and I'm like, yo. I just and I just remember, you know, so Kenny, when I say Kenny, my best friend, this guy, like, 
he posted it from me because I'm like, I'm like, man, when I post like, and he like, he like, no, man, you got to post this. I said, I'm going to let you just rock out. So I gave him the phone and he posted it. And I just put my phone down like it was nothing, honestly. Like, like I forgot I committed. And I go to my phone and I just like, and I put my phone in my pocket and I just feel like vibration and the vibration. And I'm like, what's going on? And then I check my phone and I'm like, I'm like, oh, man, I forgot. So uh, I posted right, I posted on my Twitter and then I posted right after, you know, on my Instagram. So I got both notifications coming to my phone. And, you know, all you see is, you know, you see I'm getting likes. All you're going to see is those Steel City fans, you know, they show a lot of love, you know. A lot of those fans was on my back when Coach Narduzzi posted the Philly special. I felt that pretty, I found I found that pretty cool, but it kind of gave it up. He put the Philly special, you know, everybody tagging me in the comments. I just tried to stay away from it as long as I could before I posted my commitment. So, you know, those fans is, those fans are crazy. Like they'll 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 argue for days over a over a recruit, no matter what. But I definitely love those those Pitt fans. They 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 show a different breed of love. You know, I definitely love them. Jasir, what was it like for you the first time you went up there and you visited and you went to a football game? I mean, it had to have been a, a great experience. Yep. So I know Pitt had their they spring game mm-hmm. already. So on day I couldn't catch spring practice and nothing like that, but you know the experience being up there, it was it was it was it was real crazy. I was I was going I I wasn't really contacting you know with you know coaches can't really talk to us so you know I try to talk to certain coaches you know a lot of coaches be busy so they don't answer they don't pick up their phone every time, and me going up there, you know I talked to Coach Corey the night prior, and. When I got up there, they just made it at, they just made me feel at home. So as um as I'm driving back, you know, I'm definitely like, dang God, Pitt was showing a lot of love. And, you know, Coach Charlie Partridge, he he that that's my guy right there. You know, he loves my game. He loves me. And that was something that definitely separated him from a lot of uh a lot of the other schools. You know, you find a guy you find a coach who loves you, whereas the other coaches like you then that coach definitely going to stand out. So, you know, I then on top of that defense, having the stats that they had overall in the country is different. So I definitely trust him to develop me. And because look at Pitt, they definitely developed a lot of great defensive linemen starting off with AD. So I definitely trust that guy to develop me and get me where I need to be. You mentioned AD. You know, he was a, he was another guy that was sort of an undersized defensive tackle, man. And, you know, for Pitt fans who haven't seen your film and you can go check them out on Huddle, MOTEP's Huddle page and stuff and on Twitter too. What's your Twitter handle just here? Uh, at Jawit, J-A-H-W-H-I-T-T. You can go check him out there, you know, and, and check out his film and stuff. But, you know, what what are, what are what is Pitt getting uh, when, when they get you uh, down in the trenches? They're going to get a, a dog that can move like a little quick. Like a, like, a, like a chihuahua that could just move, you know, fast. And that's the type of guy I am, you know. I could go through you. I could go around you. I could zoom past you, you know, the whole the whole nine yards. And I think that's what separates me a lot. So, you know, the size, the size is cool. You know, I, you know, feel, so I honestly feel like I could compare my game to AD. He's a, he's a different guy. Don't get me wrong. He's, he's a different type of 
different type of animal. But no, I definitely, I definitely feel as though you know I could go like that's that's what can make me a great player. Having an offensive lineman thinking before the snap, what is he going to do this time? You know, guessing. You know, once you get a lineman guessing and you get in his head, you know, you already won the battle. So that's definitely uh, one of my biggest traits. You know, just being a dog, but also having you know some sauce to me. It's clear that you know uh, Aaron Donald is a person whose game you like to emulate, whose film you like to study. But aside from him. I mean, who are some top guys in the game today that you like to watch and pay attention to whenever you're breaking down your own film? Defensive linemen that I always look at. So, you know, everybody pay attention to Aaron Donald on that Rams defense. But a lot of people, you know, they they don't pay attention to Leonard Floyd. Mm. You know, Von Miller started to make his way back up towards the end of the season. Sean Robinson, uh, those type of guys. Like, um, I could definitely – Rashawn Gary. He's a guy that I really admire. So, you know, uh, Caleb Von Chason from the Jaguars, he's a, like, outside linebacker, but he pass rushes, and he does a good job at it. Uh, Vita Vea from Tampa Bay, you know, I just – I like it. I, a lot of those guys, like, I don't compare them. I see they have – they all have different traits, you know, separate that all match my game. So, you know, Von Miller, he's a, he's a guy that can bend, and that's something that, you know, I want to get better at, you know, so that just comes with stretching, stuff like that, getting your hips fluid. Leonard Floyd, I, I watched I watched his tape one day in school, and I was just looking like, dang, he don't get a lot of recognition. He gets some, but, you know, the guy, he really good, you know, with that cross shot. That's, some, that's one of the moves that I looked at, you know, every time I work out, you know, I, I try to practice. You know, Vita Vea with um, him beating a double team, that's something that that's that's major. So uh, that that's definitely something you have to learn how to do in the next level. You know, that's what that's what always comes with being. That's that can happen now. Actually, you know, got the big target on your back. Everybody gonna try to double me. You know, now it's like I gotta beat that double team. You know, I gotta be real, real fluid with everything. You mentioned that when Pitt does get you, they're gonna get a dog. Obviously, you still have a couple seasons left, and I know it's probably a bit relieving to you know have that commitment out the way early. But I mean. What do you have projected for your last two seasons at Emotep, and what do you hope to take away? My last two seasons at Emotep, you know, I want to – so, you know, this year I know a lot of people are going to, you know, under underrate us, you know, doubt us, because, you know, that class we just had of seniors was magnificent, and, you know, a lot of those guys are leaving. So, you know, a lot of guys – a lot of people are going to think that, you know, we're going to make it far because we have a young team. But it's like, all right, we have a young team. But on that team, we got young dogs. So Mm -hmm. I think that's where a lot of people are going to. So I'm just stepping aside for me for a second. You know, I want to, me and the team, I want us to make a state championship run. One out of these two years, both if we can. You know, but we will. I'll make sure that we work like that. But, you know, before I end out of here, I'm definitely going to give me a state championship with this team. And aside from that, you know, I just want to, I just want to put out good, good film, good tape. You know, that's what it's, uh, it's not always about that, but it's about that, you know. I definitely want to end off with, if not, you know, eight, eight plus sacks this year. Hopefully I can get double digits and keep climbing. You know, about, I want to lead, I want to lead the, I want to lead the team in tackles. Mm-hmm. 
No, that's no offense to nobody on the defense, but that's just a goal that, you know, I set for myself. Absolutely. I definitely want to get a lot of pressures this year. I can't think – I'll probably say at least 15 to 20 pressures, you know, and I just want to, I just want to ball out. You know, stats, that's not really my thing, but you know, I just like to ball out. You know, when you think about stats, that's when you try too hard to try to get a certain stat and that messes up your game. So that's just something, you know, I'm going to strive for in the season, but I'm also just playing my game. Yeah, I had asked you that because you're in this – this transitionary period, right, where you're moving from becoming an underclassman to like a upperclassman leader, right, going into your junior season. So obviously you have younger guys who are going to be looking up to you, just like you were that young guy looking up to the Keon Wileys and the Ramirez Stewart. Nonetheless, young guys listening to this podcast all across Pennsylvania, Philly, Central PA, young football stars with dreams, right? What piece of advice would you leave for them? So for the young guys in PA, no. I, de- I was definitely in y'all shoes before, you know, you might, you might have that one buddy, you know, before y'all even get to high school, he might get an offer. And it's like, don't let, don't ever let that like build any, any envy to him. You know, I definitely just say for the young guys after that eighth grade season, you know, that's something I did was once. So my eighth grade was different, you know, COVID hit. But even before that, you know, I got invited to a lot of, like, little combines, low all-star games. And I scratched that off the list, you know, because all what you want to really do is, if you can, try to get up to that high school that you're going to and try to start working out with them and try to start, you know. That's one thing I did when I was in eighth grade. You know, this is a crazy story. So when I was in eighth grade, my first day working out with MOTEP, you know, doing weight room and conditioning, Coach Narduzzi and Coach Corey Sanders was up there. And as I was an eighth grader, you know, I was talking to him. You know, he asked me who I was. And my mom was up in the school doing a tour, having a meeting with Coach Dev about, you know, me going to that school, making that my decision. And Coach Narduzzi told me, as a a 14-year-old, he told me, he said, in two years, he'll be back to get me. And now you see how that ended up. So I definitely say for the young guys, just work, you know, just work, just keep working, you know, whatever you want to play in high school or, you know, you never know what you can, but what you will play in high school, your coach might move you around, but just make sure you work to be able to play whatever your coach tell you. You know, if your coach tell you he wants to see you here, make sure you're able to do that. Like, you know, make sure you get hit them weights. The weight room is the number one thing because mm-hmm. the weight room can separate. The, the weight room always separate boys from men. Mm-hmm. If you BS in the weight room, then – might not get on the field, you know, BS and conditioning, stretching anything. In high school is a it's a different ball game. But I definitely, you know, to all the young guys in PA, I believe in all y'all. Y'all could do y'all could be just like me, if not better. So that's just that's just something I leave down to them. Just keep working, keep grinding, and stay focused. Jasir, we love it, man. We well, Jasir, man, I think that's here. those are great words. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Like like I mentioned. Over each other. So you guys both excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Josh here. Like Brian mentioned, man, we're excited. You know, we, we appreciate you coming on here, talking to us and, you know, sharing us, sharing with us a bit of your story. Best of luck to you. These next two seasons, we're pretty sure that we'll be talking to you this upcoming football season a, a few more times. But go ahead and, you know, drop your Twitter handle one more time and tell the people uh, who you are. Josh here, Whittington, class of 2024, four-star defensive tackle out of MOTEP Charter. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, um, Division One recruit with now twelve Division One offers. 
committed to the University of Pittsburgh. My Twitter handle is at J-H-W-H-I-T-T, which is Jawit. Yeah, man. Be sure to, yeah, absolutely. Be sure to share this with all your friends and everyone listening, tune in to PenLive.com and subscribe for all of our exclusive content. Till next week, folks. The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash central PA sports med to learn more.